0: my fellow traitors we have been instructed by Biden's Ministry of Truth hosted by NPR that we must inform you that Her Royal Highness Liz Cheney disagrees with everything we say especially in regards to insurrections that happen without any guns <laughs> where the police open the doors to allow rioters in <laughs> and then they later shoot an unarmed civilian for no apparent reason and then are never charged for this. Also, we have been labeled a source of misinformation and disinformation by the Sleepy Joe regime. Now, you might be thinking, what kind of an introduction is that? Hang on for just a bit, and we will explain. So welcome, my fellow traders. I'm Lennox, and he is Dietrich.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a piece of Canadian bacon in my entire life. Now, if anybody from the Great White North wants to send us some, just contact us at truthisnowtreason at gmail.com, and we'd love to give you the address to send us all that free meat. Now, I've been to Canada twice, but I'm not sure you can count one of them because it was just an afternoon in Niagara Falls. We have now hit episode six of Fascism with a Side of Canadian Bacon, and this time we're going to look at what's been happening in Canada in regards to religious freedom. It's a shame this is happening, but religious freedom is not what it was in Canada. Why is it so important to have religious freedom? Because when you do not have this freedom, it comes down to somebody is trying to control the way that you think. And there's nothing more innate to destroying freedom than trying to control how people think. This is why the tyrant wants to control religion. This is why Justin Trudeau shut down the churches under the guise of protection from COVID. If people lose their ability to rely on God, they often turn to the government and that is exactly what Justin Trudeau wants. He wants you to see him as the Messiah.
0: Now, there are many examples of this happening right now in Canada, and we may hit on more of them later. But today we want to talk about Ardor Pulowski. Now, Pulowski has become a public figure since making international headlines during an Easter service back in April of 2021 when he threw six armed police out of sanctuary as they attempted to inspect it for COVID-19 compliance. I saw the video. It was hilarious. And I don't know if you did or not, but all you heard was the preacher saying, get out, get out. And the police kind of like were taken back, like they didn't know what to do. After this happened, he continued to hold church services in defiance of a court order. And as a result, he endured repeated dramatic arrests. And There were a total of four of them with one of them, one of them was in the middle of a busy Calgary highway coming home from church. Another one was at his house and I know another one was on the tarmac of the Calgary International Airport coming back from giving a speech to the trucker convoy in Alberta.
1: So, this time that he got arrested at the tarmac, it was right after a speech that he did. Now, this is a 20 minute speech to the truckers on February the 3rd. Pawlowski urged them to hold the line against government overreach without resorting to violence. Now, if you look at the clip of the speech that we have on the podcast, you're going to see he says this numerous times to them. But the clown, I'm sorry, crown prosecutor argued in court that Pawlowski issued an overt threat to violence. Now, as a result of this false claim, Pawlowski was taken to Calgary, Roman center where he alleges he was treated poorly he said he was placed for a time in a small metal cage not given water for a whole day he was deprived of both his glasses and his bible for several days he said he was strip searched repeatedly spent many hours in solitary confinement and was made to sleep on cold concrete now some prison guards were respectful and even told him they thought he was a political prisoner but he said others were exhibiting cruelty towards him protesters gathered daily outside his prison about him being put in jail. Now, you know this was an irritant to, to Justin Trudeau. People gathering outside, spreading COVID.
0: Yeah, and this, he said, prompted the prison administration to punish other inmates on his behalf by placing all of them on lockdown. This is what he said. They were punishing the entire prison because of me. And then they paraded me in front of the inmates saying, that's the guy. You're being punished because of him. So if you have a chance to do something, that's the villain. That's the guy. And I think that was the scariest time, he added. He also said, I was told by inmates, and they're willing to testify that they were approached by different people from within the prison administration, and the guards bribed them with different incentives to beat me up, he said recounting how a cell door would sometimes be left open, which terrified him.
1: Yeah, shortly before his release on bail, Palowski was transferred to Edmonton Remand Center, which is the largest prison in Canada. There he was placed in the psychiatric ward, where he shared a cell with a paranoid schizophrenic who told him he had killed his own brother with a machete. He said, God, please, while I'm sleeping, please protect me. Palowski said, But I was able to minister to him and to pray for him.
0: When a worker from Alberta Health Services checked on him and asked why he had been placed in the mental ward despite not having been diagnosed with a mental illness, Pulowski said he had no answer. He said that only God and the love of his family sustained him during his imprisonment. And when he finally was given a Bible and his glasses to read it, he said he began each day with private devotions, which made him realize. My suffering is very little in comparison to what Jesus went through or what other people went through. That's what kept me going every day, he said.
1: When Pawlowski was released from prison, there were many conditions that he was given, but one of the most absurd ones was he had to say this whenever he addressed a group of people or his church while talking about COVID. And I quote, I am aware that the views I am expressing to you on this occasion may not be views held by the majority of medical experts in Alberta. While I may disagree with him, I am obliged to inform you that the majority of medical experts favor social distancing mask wearing, and avoiding large crowds to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Most medical experts also support participation in a vaccination program, unless for valid religious or medical reasons you cannot be vaccinated. Vaccines have been shown to statistically increase the number of dollars that governments get, I'm sorry, (laughs) to save lives and reduce the severity of COVID-19 symptoms.
0: Or you mean increase the severity of COVID-19 symptoms.
1: Like like blood clots.
0: (laughs) And heart attacks in young people. (laughs) Basically, this guy had to give a disclaimer. I mean, this reminds me of the book of 1984. This is stuff that you normally see in movies or read things in books. But this is real life, traders. This is why we introduced our episode the way that we did. Could you imagine having to do this? I mean, this is not freedom of speech. This is the total opposite of it. And again, our intro to our episodes, if they had their way, would be like Joe Biden has labeled truth is now treason, a group of hate speech thugs that are working to the detriment of our nation. Don't listen to them. Or can you imagine if Jesus was required to do that at the beginning of his teachings and preachings, the Pharisees. And the other religious leaders have decided that I am not the way, the truth, or the life. And if I say this, it is a false claim. The only way to the Father is through being ultra-religious like the Pharisees. I mean, you can see how absurd this is. But this is the life that Trudeau and the globalists want you and me to live. And if you must speak against them, then it will be on their terms.
1: But going back to when Pawlowski was in prison, listen to something that did happen, because this is incredible. When he was in Calgary Remand Center, he said the most common message he received from inmates he counseled was despair. I have no hope, he heard constantly from them. There's no hope in prison. They don't give you hope. That's why these boys are turning back to drugs, back to dealing, doing bad things, and talking about their crime. Because no one is tearing them away from their past lifestyle. So no wonder when they come out, they go back to the things they know. He says, I told them I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to talk about what you have done. You've done terrible things. We've all done terrible things. Now let's see what God wants to do. Pawlowski was driven to tears remembering his fellow inmates and how they asked him not to leave on the day of his release. Pawlowski said he found favor with his fellow inmates, though, many of whom sought him out for spiritual support after recognizing him as the pastor who keeps getting arrested. Now, isn't that hilarious? Here's a fascist wannabe Hitler with the last name Trudeau who sought to destroy Pawlowski by jailing him. And what happened? He got instant street cred he became one of them isn't it funny how justin trudeau wanted to destroy arthur and as our amazing god will so often do he'll take the evil plans of men he'll twist them around and work them to good for him the inmates looked up to him he was one of their own i can hear them yelling at him now hey man what is this number four for you you've been in here more times than i have his unit which consisted of approximately 20 other men began to assemble for bible study with him several he says later on became Christians.
0: Alberta's correctional facilities have faced allegations of abuse before, according to the Edmonton Journal. We need to have a reformation in our penitentiary system because the justice system is not just, Pulowski told Fox News. It has gotten so bad in Canada that in March, a resolution was introduced in the Ohio State Legislature urging the United States or the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom to add Canada to its special watch list because of how pastors have been treated in the country. This is how bad it is now in Canada. And I'm not trying to rip on Canadian people. We love Canada. Dietrich loves Rush. (laughs) I think they're not that good, but okay.
1: (laughs) They're okay.
0: (laughs) But Dietrich loves them. We want the Great White North to be a land of resounding freedom. Unfortunately, it's not moving in that direction. And Justin Trudeau is not helping at all. He is the cheerleader behind the dismantling of freedom in Canada, and we hate to see this. But I just want to elaborate this was a man that was committed to God, and he suffered just like Christ suffered. And God doesn't promise that we are going to live a life without suffering, but he does promise us a way out. And I can't even imagine being in that cell and experiencing and seeing those prison guards and the the maybe the leaders of the prison trying to do harm to me just because I was a preacher and maybe I disobeyed his covid compliance order that to me would be kind of terrifying but there's a verse here that I just want to share it's taken from isaiah 30 verse 18 and this is the new living translation it says The Lord longs to be gracious to you and therefore he will rise up to show you compassion for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. This pastor waited for the Lord. He sought the Lord, and that's where he got his strength to be able to withstand the torment and the, the ridicule and the suffering that these guards tried to inflict on him. But it ended up being something that was positive, where he won favor with his inmates, and he bonded with them and became friends with them. And several of them found what living is all about, and that's Jesus Christ. This is just an awesome story that we wanted to share with you because this is just incredible of this man who stood against evil and the victory that we see because he was faithful.
1: Earlier in one of our other episodes on Canadian Bacon, we talked about how so often when we're facing evil, we think that we're alone. We talked about how there's other people on this planet who are fighting just like we are. Palowski is just another beautiful example of that. But What is so cool about this is Pawlowski also realized, I am not alone. He knew he had an awesome and almighty Savior God who loved him more than anything else on this planet. He knew that God longed to be gracious to him. He knew that God was going to rise up and show him compassion. He knew that his God is a God of justice, and he knew that if all he had to do was wait for him, and he would be blessed i don't know what you're facing right now traders i don't know what's happening in your life i'm going to ask you to use isaiah 30:18 as a reminder of what kind of a god it is that loves you as a closing i want us to listen to this from arthur Palowski. i thought this was just so awesome he said this so i think that god is exposing god is judging and god is shaking things up in canada And God is looking for people who will be brave enough to do the right thing. You know what? To say anything else would destroy what he has said. God is looking for people who will be brave enough to do the right thing.